episode 58. I'm dying in your beds many years from now. Would you be willing to trade all the days from this day to that for one chance, just one chance, to come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! Good evening, Go Runner Me fans. I'm Asus. The guys on the other side of the mic are EC and Matt. Good e- afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon. This is a is this a first, I think, or a second? It might be a first. That uh... afternoon pod. Uh, yeah, no, we had we've had one before. Uh, I think you and I have had one before. I don't know about met with Matt, but I mean, shit. It seems like a first because uh, the, the, the boys are back. The Calvary's back. I mean, we haven't done a pod. I don't think all three of us in a in a bit. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. So, I mean, I know I'm on a, we have a, a lot to talk about. The docket is full, and I'm on a tight uh, tight time frame right now. So, let's get down to it, guys. Um, let's talk about first the Leeds match on Sunday. Uh, I've had – I don't know. I guess I'm seeing – I watched another game that, um, that people that – the whole world watched um, because I'm hearing, you know, we see these fan channels and the commentary, and, I mean, they, they – they say it's a it was a crap game and and what and whatnot. I I have a different opinion. I mean, I I thought it was a pretty good game. I mean, it was up and down, fast paced. Unfortunately, our our finishing, our you know, which which has been a problem all year. I mean, that's no no doubt. But it seemed the pace of the the pace of game, the flow of the game, was a lot better than even Granada. I mean, shit, the boar fest that Granada was. Who do we play after Granada that um that we took us a half just to get get into it and. Finally, we open it up in the second half. Of, well, who was that? Uh, God dang it! That match was that the was that the Spurs game? Spurs game Did we yes. play Spurs next? Yeah, we played Spurs. You're correct. You see, um, I just thought this game had better flow, maybe because maybe because Leeds, you know, didn't have uh, they weren't. It seemed like they were they didn't have Rafinha. Obviously, the, the he's been coming on, um, but I just thought the up and down game was a lot better. Um, unfortunately, Marcus Rashford should have put one away. Uh, he seemed like he, you know, the pass that he got from, um, I believe, uh, was it Luke Shaw in the beginning, like, well, I think in the 20th, 15th, 20th minute, uh, he should have put that away. But again, he just chili dipped it. Uh, I mean, there was Greenwood had chances. Bruno, I mean, I mean, for what, you know, for the, the, um, the complaining I've done about Bruno and him not being there in a lot of these past matches and him kind of being, yeah, um, I you know he was putting shots on goal. I think we had sixteen shots on. on I mean, on to, uh, sixteen shots and like six of them were on target compared to Leeds's. Um, I think Leeds had ten with like four on target or something like that. I mean, the possession uh, United obviously was a we had the majority possession, but it wasn't like it wasn't like seventy two thirty. It was more along the lines of like fifty seven to forty three. I think if I'm, I'm it's a, around that ballpark area. So again, I mean, I'm maybe I just 
watch soccer in a different way. And I know obviously in the past, I mean, past pods, y'all two have ganged up, gang up on me. So I, obviously I do watch soccer in a different, in a, in a, in a, I approach it in a different matter. Um, gang, gang, boy. <laughs> gang, gang. <laughs> I thought Aaron Wambasaka played a freaking hell of a game. Soccer. <laughs> <laughs> I think Aaron Wambasaka played a hell of a game. I mean, he played, def- you know, played good defensively and he was getting up the pitch. You know, him and that, you know, him and the connection from him and Greenwood, it seemed like it's getting better. He was attacking. Um, uh, the Bruno, I'm sorry, the Fred McTominay, you know, we've, I think we beat the dead horse about that, you know, and how it, you know, the sloppy passing from Fred, some, you know, that's not majority of the time, but it seems like it's off more often than not. And obviously McTominay's, he's kind of another Fred 2.0 that just likes to get up the pitch a lot more. But I mean, from the up, from the, uh, from what happened up top, I mean, and then Dan, and Dan, Dan James, again, he was very unfortunate. I think Bruno got pissed at him because uh, there was a pass that, you know, Dan James was going to go in for it and then kind of fucked up Bruno's rhythm. Uh, but yet, he, you know, the pace that he was putting on, on the flanks, uh, the balls that he was getting in, I mean, you know, he was at least getting him inside the box. And like I said, unfortunately, weren't cl- clinical enough <coughs> to um, get on the other end of it. Again, I just, um, EC, I know you're going to you're gonna school me on it because obviously it seems like a you know, we, uh, you made a comment during pre uh, pre pod. Uh, you didn't miss much, but am I seeing this game in the wrong way? Am I? I mean, it, it's just I don't. I don't think you're seeing it in a wrong way. I think that's your your take on it. And I have heard fans say that. I even the commentators during the game even said that they thought it was open. I I thought it was horrible. I I thought we had a game an eyeball on Roma uh, the whole time. I even think Bielsa took a step back and said, you know what, I'm not going to press and play hard against this team because I'm smart enough to understand that the last time I did that, I got beat six to two or five to whatever it was. So, you know, I just think there was just too much reliance on Bruno. He did not have a good game in my opinion. Um, I thought for me, Bielsa, again, putting Phillips on Bruno man marked him. He took him out of the game. He couldn't do his thing. I don't, I didn't feel like he had a partnership to play with again, when you play, you know, Fred and, and, and Scott, that's what you're going to get in the midfield. So, you know, with Pogba being out, I don't know if that was Ramadan or if that was Roma. Again, I really strongly feel like, you know, you could you could argue the two because it is Ramadan. He, he is fasting. He did play about 10 minutes in that game. But, um, you know, he needs a creator with him, I think, in order for him to thrive. And I think it's difficult for, for us to put the full blame on him because he is playing with Scott and Fred in his midfield. But, no, I just think there was just too much reliance. That four-two-three-one, it, it it basically it relies on Bruno to be the man, and when he's being marked like that and can't really get around, you could see his frustration throughout the entire game. Um, you know, he was he wasn't happy. He wasn't happy. It's been about a month and a half, maybe you can argue two months, to where he's been you know scoring and getting these assists no, it's been a while. on a regular basis, and a lot of times you know the the bad performances they kind of get masked by the fact that he you know, he's able to put in a, a penalty or, mm-hmm. or get an assist. Now, Dan James should have scored. Yeah. I mean, Dan James was open and, and had a horrible touch, which I wasn't surprised, but, you know, he, he should have scored a goal. But other than that, I think a lot of those, you know, chances, there was zero big chances, zero throughout the whole game. And, you know, for me, I don't think we were really trying too hard. Even if you look at Ole's substitutions, they all came way too late for That's me. That's the problem I have. Donnie played, yeah. I don't know, two minutes um you know i think uh cavani came on late i thought greenwood played decent but not great and you don't give cavani enough time i just really think all these 
he threw his his basket into beating Roma, which we'll we'll talk about obviously later. But no, I just it didn't. It looked like both teams essentially just canceled each other out and said, you know what, I'm good with the draw. I, I after the first half, I thought to myself, this is going to be a draw. You know, no no one's going to score, and you know that that proved to be right. I mean, it was one of those ones where I was just kind of like, okay, they're going to get it for a little bit. We're going to get it for a little bit, but no one's creating these big chances. I, I never thought for a second that Leeds was going to create anything. And we didn't, we had zero big chances the whole game. So I just, I, I'm not mad. We get a point, right? We stay in second. That's what you, ultimately you move on. You get something out of it. We're 10 points behind uh, city, but at no point during that game did I think, you know, no one jumped out other than the person that you spoke about, which was Aaron. He was my man in the match. Uh, he played great uh, throughout the whole game. Um, but again, I just, I didn't see anything where I thought, oh my gosh, this is, we're tur- we turned a corner and we, we, we've, we've, set a, we've set a blaze to the Premier League. I, I didn't see it. But look, you enjoyed it. Other fans enjoyed it. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, that's just not the way I saw it. And I could see where, I mean, getting back to the lineup, you, you mentioned um, Pogba, right? And I'm, again, I'm, I know I'm not a bashing Pogba. I could see why Ole put, left him on the bench. And maybe he left him on the bench too much because you're right. Ole waited too long to sub because Pogba came in with the 73rd minute. Yeah, it you know, was he late. Sh- you know, he should have come on. You know, he should have came on at least at the 60th minute. Usually at the, you know, the usual time for us, our subs to come in. Uh, yeah. Cavani, uh, could, I thought Cavani should have come on a, a lot earlier because, um, you know, his pace. And, the, and again, going back to, I guess you're right, um, doing the whole playbook against the, the, the Leeds the Leeds match, you know, what is it? It was in December? Yeah, December. You know, the fast pace when I mean, we had Jan James, it was up and down match going back to back. I could see why he would let, he left Pogba on the bench because Pogba would have been, if it was a, as a fast pace like that, Pogba would have been a defensive liability. Um, and, you know, uh, and compared to Dan James and by Dan James putting, um, the work on the flanks, you know, going up and down, obviously Dan James lacks the creativity like you're talking about, but you know, Pogba, like you said, he's, I mean, y- y'all say he's world-class, uh, in, in that, in that, in that sense. And, uh, <laughs> what, but Cavani, that's the Cavani substitution, not substitution. I thought Cavani should have started. I thought Cavani should start yeah, because I thought Cavani should have started because his pace, you know, he's, I mean, he hasn't been playing a lot. The time's on the subs in general. Yeah. I mean, because Cavani, yeah. Cavani could put in a shift and Cavani gets back. I mean, you're right. Uh, I mean, you, you saw times that he was, you know, he would come back to at least the halfway point And then, you know, for the, for the short period of time he was on, I think he was on, only on like eight minutes compared to what Donnie got again, a slap in the face. Donnie gets put on at the 88th minute, you know, to, and he only saw what, Got he started to get put on at the 88th minute, came on at the 89th, and then yeah, obviously we had the four minutes of uh, stoppage time. Uh, but again, slap in the face, man. Don't even fucking play him. I, if I would say I didn't want you know, don't even put me on the pitch. But you know, just to prove a, make a point. But I guess he can't do that. Um, yeah, I mean, in the 89th minute, that's a feeble ass bullshit attempt to yeah. attempt to get a goal. You know what? What was it? 84. No, 86, Cavani came on. Yeah, and then uh, Donny Vandebeek and 80. It was Donny Vandebeek coming on at just such a – at a late time. It was a feeble attempt, like I said, you know, to um, to try to get that 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 1-0 win. I mean, it was just – all he's really got to get that uh, – his subs under – like on the pitch a lot, lot sooner, man, because this is, this is atrocious. No, yeah. I mean, it was – 
it was pretty bad um, with the, sub, the the way he subbed. And like like maybe he's, maybe you see you're right. He has one eye on Roma, and he didn't want to he didn't want to tire his big guns uh, out uh, uh, for that. But then on the on the, on the other on hindsight, why did why did Marcus Rashford practice all week and then he plays them on Sunday? You know, I think he I think he trained. He might have trained on Saturday, but I know he didn't train Friday. He didn't train Thursday. He was out, and then you know you play the most. You play the guy that's probably in, injured. I mean, playing with an injury the most. You play him and you start him, and he plays pretty much what the whole game. No, yeah, the whole match. He got subbed off. Well, for Cavani, right? Yeah, he got subbed off. I, I don't. I don't mind it. I, like I said, I don't think either team, in my opinion, because Bielsa and, and give them credit. I mean, they they just beat. They drew uh, Liverpool. They mm-hmm. beat. Uh, what was it? Uh, City the other day with ten men. So they're they're in form. They're they're on the uptick. They're doing things that they need to do. I just think that with the, the way that we set up our four two three one tactics, I think Ole's mission goal really is to soak up pressure and then hit people on the counter. Mm-hmm. Bielsa was smart enough to understand that, and he didn't do it. They didn't press the way that you they usually press. That's what I was looking for. But for me, United started out on the front foot and pressed. Bruno pressed quite a bit. He did. That's probably the best thing he did. All game for me was, was press, but I didn't really see him playing Bielsa mm-hmm. ball. I think he's getting smart enough to understand he's going to have to ch- change up his tactics and fair play to him. He did, and he got a point out of it. So they'll stay up and, and you'll see whether or not Leeds are, are serious about, you know, going out into the transfer window and getting better players for him mm-hmm. to, to, to succeed and do better. But I just felt like United th- throughout the whole game with Rashford to your point being in, I didn't really see him exerting too much energy and then when he did we didn't see him he made several runs that were just missed and you could see the frustration on his face so I think he's fine I think all the players at this point of the the business end of the season everyone's got a knock everyone's got an injury I'd love for him to get rest but I wasn't I wasn't as upset as I have been with him because I think he's gonna have this injury this is gonna be something that he's gonna have to work work out and deal with I think you'll see him uh, for sure tomorrow night um, and I think Ole is smart enough to understand that, look, at we, we've got, you know, some restrictions on him. We will take him off, but he's, you know, one of our top players and we're just going to have to play him. I think, again, it just shows even though we're in second place, we need we need better players. We need we need better players and, and we need to strengthen the squad because, um, you know, this is the second best team in England. And like I said, I never thought we were going to win that game. It, it wasn't it wasn't a feeling of, OK. Once this happens, then we're going to go ahead and kick on. I just think Bielsa played it smart. He understood. They run through Bruno. Let me get Phillips, stick him on him, not let him get going, not let him get flowing. And I, and I think it worked out. And I think both coaches, if, if I'm being honest, I think both coaches are happy with the result. The only thing, again, getting back to the match, this is going to close out. I'm glad we just get it, didn't get out uh, with an injury because uh, how many fouls did Leeds get on us? And one of them, should I thought Marcus Rashford went down. Um, he got, you know, it was his ankle. Um, he went down, and it was kind of like, why? Come on, man. You know, at that point, it was like, come on, take him out. Because, you know, they were, I mean, Leeds was fouling us left and right. Um, you know, I think how many, they got several red card, uh, yellow cards. Obviously, one of them, a uh, uh, guy should have got a second yellow, uh, but I, I forgot the guy's name um, from Leeds, but uh, they just called it a regular foul. So I'm not like, again, we got out unscathed, but, you know, it is what it is. They so, wound up with four yellow cards that four, game. It was a yeah, lot. It was a lot. I mean, they committed a lot of fouls, too. 
Uh, I know Bruno. There are several on Bruno, several on Rashford. Uh, Greenwood had once, you know, a couple. Uh, but, it, you know, it was just one of those matches. All right, Neil, um, let's talk about it. The fallout from the e, uh, the Eng- or the Super League. What is it? The ESL or uh, European Super League. I mean, it's been we. They had a they uh, they had a a, um, a rally in uh, this past Saturday at Old Trafford. Uh, the, the numbers vary. They had between three thousand to five thousand. I think that was reported. Obviously, you know, all these fan channels uh, had their, you know, their cameras out there, and it was, um, it's, you know, it seemed for an impromptu for an impromptu uh, rally. Uh, it got did it. I mean, the question is, did it get the the, the point across? Um, our, you know, I know there's going to be a larger one on Sunday at the Liverpool match at Old Trafford. Now this, this one's supposed to be, a, uh, this one on, on Sunday, I'm sorry. This one's supposed to be a little more organized. Uh, a lot of the, 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 a lot of the, uh, Manchester United, uh, groups, uh, like the red, the army, the red devil army or red army. Um, you know, a lot of these fan channels, uh, they're organizing, you know, their, their, their supporters, to be there at at this um, at this this protest uh, at Old Trafford, but I think we ha- also have on Friday. I think they're trying to do some damage control. But bef- prior to that, they have a fan forum on Friday. I guess it's a virtual fan forum, a call-in thing or whatnot. Uh, the Glazers are not participating in the fan forum. The people that you know that that need to hear the what the fans need to say, but uh, the outgoing outgoing vice president, GM, whatever whatever you want to call him ed woodward will be on the call uh, supposedly this has just been reported i mean uh you know, what's been reported you know through the various uh various channels and whatnot <coughs> it's it's is it just them trying to save face and then trying to you know tell the fans to calm down it's just it seems hollow to me doing this fan form it's too late they've already messed up they give me the, the what is it the the water is already out of the what do you call it? You can't put it back. Um, I forgot that saying. Screw, I don't forgot. Um, but water it, under the bridge. Which one are you going? No, for? it's like the cat's already in the bag, but the water. You know, like the water is already. You can't, you can't put water back in the jug. I don't know. Whatever, dude. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but you know, it just it just seems like it just seems like a, a, a faint attempt to win back fans and to keep the stocks up uh, for them to try to sell. Um, because I mean. Th- Again, when we talked about it last week, what I mean, are we not going to buy fans? Not going to buy tickets because you know, you know, you know, that's where it's going to hit them. You know, ticket sales, merchandise sales, um, them not being relevant is going to hit them. Them the stock going down is going to hit them and make them sell. But you know, I mean, they could do whatever they want. I mean, I'm pretty sure they'll probably invest in the summer just to keep, you know, make the fans happy, and then the fans just forget about it or whatnot. Who knows what they're going to do? Who knows what they're, they're going to talk about? But it just seems like. They're trying, you know, this it's just a hollow attempt to appease pan, fans, to appease the the Fairweather fans, right? The ones that are, you know, the I know because you know the diehards want the Glazers out, period. But you know the fans that you know, okay, they're gonna, you know, they'll do this X, Y, and Z, so I'll still support United. Well, I mean, what is it? I mean, are these protests working, uh, Matt Reese? I'll jump in. Um, I honestly think, you know, for two days. I mean, you could say the protest at Carrington and then the protest there at Manchester for two days there, you could see fans, you know, speaking up and saying something and it worked, right. The super league was, was dismantled. And I think that was great. I, 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 but I'm, for me anyways, it's fake. 
um, because of the simple fact that these protests were not a united protest. They were single individual, like, you know, this group protest and then this army protest and then this fan channel protest. There was about 10 different protests. Mm -hmm. It wasn't one single protest. And so for me, I, you know, I've, I've looked into this quite a bit and I, I really look at it. You look, you, you look at how long the Glazers have been there. You know, you're, you're looking at 16 years, right? And so, you know, initially when they got there, everyone was pissed and you saw, you know, even the likes of David Beckham wearing a green and gold scarf. And, you know, that's, that's all well and good. But I think ultimately what, for me, the way I looked at it was like, if you're going to be real about it, you know, let's have some consistency. Let's not just do it, you know, for a couple of days or, you know, let's not just do it even for a month. Let's just continue to do it until they're gone. Um, I think for me, I know, you know, people may not want to hear this, you know, people might get upset, but I think United fans are complacent, complicit, excuse me, wrong word. Um, and I think that we've basically allowed this to go on. And I think this green and gold thing, I think it's cute, but I think it's just going to be a fad. I think it's going to blow over. Um, I think what really needs to happen, hey, Seuss hit on it last pod. Um, you know, the one thing is the shirt sales, but I think, I think deeper than that, you know, people, if people want to make the Glazers look stupid, buy your season tickets and then don't show up. Like go to, go to Old Trafford and just stay outside. Don't go through the turnstiles. If people start to see, because let me tell you something, if you see 50,000 people standing outside of Old Trafford mm -hmm. and, and, and the weak ones, like the 20,000 that might go in there and they see that stadium like that, it's not just going to be Sky Sports. It'll be ESPN that'll pick it up and that will get coverage. That will get their attention of, we don't even want to, we don't want to support uh, you we, we love the game. That's why we came. We, we love the guys. That's why we're there. But I think, and it's been talked about, and, it, and, and I think people are just too afraid to do it because they don't want to give up their season tickets. I'm not saying give them up. I'm saying get your season ticket so you can keep it. Go down there and stand united. The problem that we have with, within our own community is that we're too divided within our own fan base. Mm -hmm. This fan channel supports this. This fan channel talks about that. The Red Army is only real because they're legacy fans. Well, if you're from America, you're not a real United fan. You're from London. You can't support, you can't support the club. So it's, it's, it's United. And I think it's been purposely done by the Glazers. And I think they know what they're doing. And I think they love this. And I think it cult, it, it's been cultivated by the simple fact that Ole is now the coach, doing a great job. But again, it's Ole in, Ole out. It's this, it's this divisive machine that continues to happen. And I think people use the green and gold as a way to maybe sell merch. People were selling scarves. People were wearing hats for a little while, shirts, those things. Uh, fan channels were getting likes and clicks. It's all, it's just money. It, it's, it's not a united front. So, you know, I hope the fan forum does something, but I think what ultimately would do something, if you really want the Glazers to leave, stand out front of Old Trafford for 50,000 strong. If you're a United fan and you've got a season ticket, if you're lucky enough to have one, and show them how, if, if you looked at anything, if you learned anything from the two days of this divided protest that worked, protest out front of Old Trafford on a, on a huge match day, opening day, and just stand there, 50,000, singing songs for 90 minutes, not inside the stadium. That, won't, that, will, that will not only go viral, but that will make the Glazers understand, this is ours. I'll, I'll close by saying this. England is a capitalist country, right? It's they're there to make money. We all talked about that last pod. 
The only way anything's going to ever change is if we go to the 50 plus one rule, which we never will. But that's the only way that things would change for our club. If you said 49% of it is going to be decided by the fans. Now, I know me and you and Matt, we would never, ever want to give up our billions of dollars and, and give up the revenue and, and, and do those things. But that's the only way that UEFA is going to change. And, and, and I honestly think that UEFA understood how shitty the Super League looked. They're going to figure it out. And you're going to see, you watch, mark my words, in a couple of years, I wouldn't say any more than five, either UEFA stamps a Super League of its own or the Premiership stamps its own Super League and it rolls on with relegation and, and no one's going to care. Um, because I just, I just, like I said, I think fans in United, we're just, we're just too divided. We're not United at all. I like the point, the, what you're talking about, the, the ticket sales, I think, because the, I mean, obviously it's going to be on, you know, whatever streaming platform, God, God, I hope, I hope MSN or NBC sports actually starts going back to MS, NBC sports because it's Peacock bullshit and you know, it sucks. Because uh, Amazon Prime or was it Prime doesn't get have Peacock or some you know some platforms just don't have you know that app and then people have to pay for it. But anyways, that's that's another topic for another day. But yet you're gonna show a match, you know, like you said, half empty stadium or a quarter a quarter a quarter full stadium, just like we're seeing we're seeing now, you know, and fa- you know, and no fans. Yes, we got used to it, but you're right. I mean, if you see fans, you know, splotched out here and there. You know, not even, you know, maybe not even the hell, the Stratford end being freaking, you know, abandoned, you know, and with with the fans outside uh, yelling, you know, making, chanting, all that. I think you're that's the message you can prove you, you, that you can, you know, um, you know, put to the Glazers. And again, you know, not buying merchandise, anything that has a Manchester United uh, logo. But, yeah, we're going to talk about the 50 plus one, uh, 50 plus one here, uh, here, here in a bit, uh, because that's it's a very interesting it, it's interesting topic. Um, but you said something um, a little while ago um, <clears throat> regarding um, God was it? I forgot again. Never mind. Let's move on to fifty plus one. Um, fifty plus one. I'm. I i do not know about this if it'll work because you said about the capitalist. You know how England is a capitalist society, and I think I texted to I, I texted to um to, to y'all uh, last week how um well the uh, with J P Morgan Chase, which is the the backer of the Super League put out a very brief statement. It was very brief. Uh, basically, they didn't basically realize, understand the fans, and the, you know they basically it was an apology, very hollow apology in my opinion. But I think I te- I text y'all. I think I was like, who would have thought capitalism? You know, or was you know fans were you know what did I put? Let me put it here. Here we go. Wow, fans, uh, football fans defeated capitalism. You know, and then. But it's true. I mean, they, you know, the, the being united together, uh, and in a common, you know, in a common, in a common thread, you know, Chelsea fans, Liverpool fans, Arsenal fans, you know, all the, you know, all these fans that were part of this, you know, part of these teams, you know, united with the Leicester fans, you know, hell, Leeds, what the shirt that the, the, the Leeds team was wearing last uh, last week against Liverpool, like when they played Liverpool, you know, uh, all all UK fans, it seems like uh, all united. Now we still have Barcelona and Real Madrid out there that are, you know, still, you know, still adamant because they're losing, they're losing their ass off. They need the money from the Super League to help pay, you know, to help pay. I think what, how many, I mean, Barcelona is how much in debt? 
Like I don't know. I know, I know they're both broke. They're they broke. need this to happen they in needed, the worst they way. They needed it to happen. I don't think that's why need, I think yeah. Messi's out of there. I don't think there's a question. I would be shocked if, if he's not in a city uniform next season. I'd be shocked because yeah. they need it. They need it all. I mean, all this, it seems like a lot of these teams that were part of the Super League needed the, needed the cash flow. Who knows about the United because they really um. I know we had some loss uh, when there was reported this year, uh, but we're not. I don't think we're in the the Real Madrid Barcelona no. kind of uh, kind of uh, era, you know. They, they're, they're also financing a new stadium in Madrid. Yeah. There's a lot going on. They're they're not they're a nonprofit as well. They they're in a whole different ball game. That's why their president looks like an idiot because he's still hanging on to this Super League, which is way off. It'll happen. I just think the timing for him, he needs it to happen now, and it's it's just not going to happen. But the reason I bring them up, and I bring you know we can bring up uh, uh, obviously the teams in the Bundesliga because we there's fifty plus one, fifty uh, percent fan ownership, fifty percent uh, investor ownership or whomever, and then the fans get that point one percent obviously. So the fans will technically be the majority owners of of the club, and you know anything that you know they I think the it was I forgot that sir I forgot the the guy's name of the. The Red Knights, and you know, he put out that letter last Friday, I believe. Uh, you know, to the Glazers, you know, put stipulating all these these different um, things that you know that they can do. Uh, the fans are, you know, the fan the fit the fan portion of it will be in charge of, you know, putting together the board and you know and whatnot and uh, yada yada yada. It goes on to other things, but getting back to the if it can work and if the the sort of investment in the club can work because what owner who's, I mean, how is it going to work? I mean, what owner is going to, you know, buy 50% shares when they will have no, really have no control of the club. I mean, am I going to want to invest? Are you going to want to invest? And then you go back to the debt. Barcelona and Madrid, again, are not owned by one person like, you know, like the Glazers or, or, or Bramovich or, um, God, the the sheiks of the Abu Dhabi, Daniel Club. Levy, Daniel all those Levy. guys. They're not owned by that. I mean, they're owned by they have fan ownership, right? They don't have somebody to actually pump money and invest. Yes, the brand Barcelona, Madrid, the brand themselves sell to finance all this other stuff. But are you going to have somebody, a billionaire, that's going to say, you know what, I'm going to put my own money to you know own money to invest? And they're you know they talk about it with some of the with some of the um. With some of the Bundesliga's clubs that, you know, how many of them gone bankrupt? Like Hanover, Schalke, um, you know, just these other teams in the, you know, not high level, but they're in the top tier of the Bundesliga, Bundesliga uh, that are, you know, that, you know, that are, you know, going broke. I think the only one that, 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 um, the only team that um, has gets it right is Bayern Munich, and I think Bayern Munich is because obviously they're well run. Um, fans have a port, own a majority of their group, uh, but I think it's because of the Bayern Munich name, uh, and not because. Uh, and obviously, the investors that invest, I think there's a group of them that are that own the, the you know, the forty nine point nine percent, the investment in there. But it's, I mean, Dortmund, you know, obviously needs the Champions League, or else uh, getting Champions League, or else next next year, or else they're gonna have to start selling these stars because to make money. It's just my my fear is for this fifty plus one, and yes, it's a great idea because it gives the fans kind of this tangible, you know, this tangible um, hold on the club. 
but I fear that it, the, the kind of money that we're going to need to compete with, you know, bringing like, you know, bringing in, you know, these top players, you know, paying their, their top salaries, paying their top transfer fees. I don't know if it'll be there. I mean, we could, you know, that could, it could bankrupt the team. And that's just my opinion. I'm not, a, obviously I'm not an accountant. I'm not a, a law of what do you call it? The international business lawyer or whatnot. It's just my, what I see, what I've seen through, you know, what I see at other clubs with throughout Europe. Obviously Bayern Munich is the outlier because they make it work. But Bayern Munich don't, I mean, hardly go out and get superstars from other, other, you know, other leagues. You know, they always cultivate, they always cherry pick the, the broke ass Bundesliga's clubs, right? Uh, I'm going to get your top player. I'm going to get your top player. And basically Bayern Munich is just a culmination of all these Bundesliga's top Bundesliga's players because they can, you know, they, you know, they throw a bone out to them, you know, they throw a couple of, you know, a couple of bucks out to them, but they don't go out and get these, you know, these top, you know, top of the line players. They don't invest that much. And, 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 and then what, in what I see. Well, I think it could work at United. I just don't think it's ever going to happen. I just, the, the, the country that you're in, the league that you're in. I mean, the simple fact that if you look at, you know, United specifically, they, the Glazers didn't even use their cash to get this, to make this happen in the first place. So we have to start there. Mm -hmm. That's, that's where the initial problem began. And that's where I think people knew this wasn't going to be a good marriage from the jump. So, you know, it could work for certain clubs. I think for certain clubs that are, to your point, not ran correctly, let's say for instance, you know, you've got a, 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 an Ed Woodward that's running the, that's running the club and is making bad purchases. Then yes, you will run into Barcelona's issue. You will run into, you know, Real Madrid's issue, but, you know, I think that's that's one of the only ways um, I think that you can you can stop this craziness from happening. But for me, again, I just think we're so divided. I just don't think that, you know, I, I just don't see it any other way uh, other than the fans uh, coming together and saying, look, we've had enough. We don't like you guys as a group, even though we don't agree with each other's fan channels, even though we don't agree you know, with each other's platforms. And agendas. Um, one thing we have in common is that we don't like the Glazers, and we're we're going to stand outside and sing and chant and have a good time, you know, at at the club that we love. We're, we're just not going to go inside. We're going to embarrass the shit out of because you, you got to imagine, you know, 2022. I, in my opinion, because I've been watching some of the MLS games, I think all the games over there are going to be fully packed, fully capacity, full capacity. Um, you know, and, and so if you go around and, you know, Liverpool's packed, Chelsea's packed, Arsenal's packed, and then United's got 20,000, um, they're going to start to have to answer some questions. They don't show up to the games anyway, so they could care less. But if the stories start coming in that fans don't want to come, that fans aren't supporting, they don't want to show up, they don't want to cheer on the boys, I think at that point the pressure will start to, to mount and, and start to build. Um, and then you got to look at who has $4 billion. You know, I think – the, 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 there's a Spotify gentleman who's trying to, to buy Arsenal right now, but the Cronkies are like, no, we're not, we're not for sale. So again, you can have that person, that magical person that comes out of nowhere with money, but they can say they don't want to sell. So, um, you know, it's an, it's an unfortunate situation, but I think you touched on a, a bigger topic, which is, is it real? Is it fake? I don't think it's real at all. I think fans have to look at themselves in the mirror and figure out, you know, what is it really about? Are we really united, you know, a part of the name of the team? Or are we this club that's just too big, a billion fans, and now you've got your own Manchester United way of doing it, which 
it's stupid, but I mean, you can just look to Twitter. You can look to the internet. We, we don't, we don't get along. And, and the one time that we try to, you know, it's one or two days and it actually works. So it's a sad situation. I hope that they would get there, but I'm, I'm like you, I'm realistic about it. I don't see it happening ever mm. um, because of the country and, and because of, you know, how much money they've accumulated and how much they're going to continue to accumulate. It'll be interesting too. Cause there, the, there was that petition that, uh, I think they needed a hundred thousand signatures for this to get um, sent to the floor of parliament or something like that. I think, um, and people were asking how to actually how to how to um, sign the petition. But obviously, you have to be a resident of wherever Eng- uh, Great Britain or whatnot um, or England. I'm sorry, uh, just you know, to for that you know, just like any other petition we have here in the states, you have to have so many signatures. Then it's taken to the legislation, and then obviously the legislators are you know that uh, will vote on it. But it seems interesting that their government, their their people in their in their government, that are actually talking about this. I know mean, Boris Johnson actually spoke out against it, which Boris Johnson is is not the um, not in favor of the you know the Labor Party, right? You know he's you know he's very you know he's like our equivalent to. I'm not saying Donald Trump because I would never put that label on somebody, you know. Never. They're, they're homeboys, though. Yeah, they're they're yeah they're you know he's a very capitalist society. So how would yeah. you think that you know he you know in a capitalist society, he's a, he's a, he loves capitalism. So yeah. why why would he you know why would he uh, you know support something that's going to actually decrease he, capitalism? He, they they wouldn't, and that's and that was the thing. I think the Super League was going to maybe potentially take away from. Mm some of the funds that would have been kicked back, yeah. right? Because it's, this is their own independent thing. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's been going on forever. So for, for us, for me and you to sit back and go, okay, well now they're going to mm. not want to start taking this money. You know, this is, it's huge for them. You, it's just like me and you, when we go to a Dallas Cowboy game, you know better than I do. I've been to a game. It's insane. It's mm-hmm. $50 to park your car. No, I mean- <laughs> it's, it's 20 bucks for a hot dog. So, so the amount of money that comes into that country when it's football season, it's, it's immense. It's immense. And so, and they're making money off of it due to taxes and things of that nature. So there's no way they're going to, they're going to mess up the apple cart. They're going to keep people happy. You know, if the Glazers choose and decide to sell, um, it's going to be because they're embarrassed and they're sick of being embarrassed and they're sick of looking stupid. I, again, I just don't think that, you know, we talked about this last week. Yes, you're going to get a large amount of people who are not going to buy jerseys. The, the sales, I think, will go down a little bit, but I don't think that much. No, because- I still think there's going to be several fans all over the world who are going to say, you know what? And, and, and fair play to them. If that's what they want to do with their cash, they work hard for it. Do what you need to do with your money. Um, and the Glazers know that. They understand that. And I just think it's you got billionaires for me. I don't know any of them. But I will say rich people are people of power. They're usually, not all of them, but they're usually a little narcissistic. They usually don't like being told that they're wrong. You know what they hate the most? They hate being shown up. If you show them up, if you show them that they ain't shit and go and embarrass them, I'm telling you, it's going to wake them up. They're going, what the hell's going on? We're like, we, we got a good team. We got a decent coach. Why isn't anyone coming to the game? We're coming to the stadium, but we ain't going in. You're going to made to be look stupid. We're gonna have banners. We're gonna have flags. We're gonna be singing "Get Get You Guys Out" every week until they leave, and I and I think at that point they might look at it. But other than that, if the money's coming in and the house in the Hamptons paid for, and I can afford to go get Tom Brady, and they just signed Antonio Brown again today, they're not they're not upset at all. 
No, the, the billionaires hate to be embarrassed. That's and right. By 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 doing so, by not showing up, uh, I think you know that's that'll be embarrassment. Not uh, that'll be pie in the you know pie in the face or egg on their yeah. face. There you go. Yeah. Um, internationally, you know, I mean, yeah. I mean that's it. You know, and they're they're already getting you know these protests are already showing that you know obviously the English English don't like them, which they've never liked them since their takeover. So I don't think they really care about that. But getting <laughs> broadcasting that all over the world. On, on all these platforms, I mean that that you know you're right, and obviously game day revenue too. I don't know if, if how big game day revenue is over there like it is here. Well, like you said, parking, concessions, shit, a, a Coke that would cost or Coca Cola that would cost a buck, you know, buck fifty at the convenience store costs you five bucks at the you know whatever stadium you're at. Uh, popcorn yeah. costs you know whatnot. So who knows about game day revenue? I don't know if they if it's if it's as huge as over there it is here, but. Um, but you know that that's another you know piece of the pie that they'll be they'll be losing on uh, on match days. <clears throat> All right, um, we have uh, some news coming out. Uh, Eric Bailly signed a new contract. Mm, little lackluster, right? I I I don't see why you know why he, I don't understand that move. Uh, other than we're not spending money in the transfer window, and we need uh, we need to have I guess we need to uh, we're wanted to spend money on a center back. But you know we're gonna have to resign this guy, because I mean I don't think he you know he's injury prone. When he's on, he's on, and that's all. You know we I've said that for a year. You know when he's on, he's on. Uh, yes, he makes the minimal mistakes. You know hard fouls and might you know in the box or or you know yellow cards or red cards or whatnot. But the guy you know you know he can't make the club in the tub. Um, but, you know just he's he, he he can't play. He can't stay healthy. And I mean, he's, I think he's the lone person that's still out. And him and Phil Jones are still out um, on the injury list to this day. Um, he's he's not injured. He's not injured anymore. He's he, he's COVID, and he's he's actually available tomorrow in the game. Oh, okay. Um, but, but I agree with you. I, there's no there's no one that can argue that he's injury prone. He is. If you say he's not, then you're <laughs> you haven't been watching Eric Bay. He is. I just think that this is a good move for him financially. Oh. I don't think he's getting the same cash anywhere else. Um, and you get a chance to say United. I'm shocked though because the rumors came out that he was upset about playing time. Um, I think they favor Lindelof, even though I think they're going to look for a center back. But I agree with you as well. I think when he's on, I thought he was the best center back that we had mm-hmm. for stretches of the of the season while he was um, healthy. So you know he's he had COVID. He's back from it. Uh, he's fit. Rashford's fit. Um, and the presser only talked about it today. So you'll see both of those guys, at least on the bench, if not starting. I think Rashford will start. But, um, no, I, just, I think it's one of those things where his agent said, look, it, you know, you're not going to get the same amount of money that you're getting each week from any other club. Mm-hmm. I don't care. If you, you have to go to China if you want to get these wages. So um, it makes sense for him financially. Um, I like Eric Bailly, like everyone else. I think he's a fan, cult favorite. Um, but, you know, you hit it on the head. He's injury prone. Um, you know, and, and if he can stay healthy – he helps the club, but uh, if not, you know, he's just going to be another one of those guys who kind of is just there. And um, I hope he doesn't start to complain because, you know, he didn't have to sign the contract. He didn't have to take the pictures he could have took off and, and got playing time. I think he would start for a lot of clubs uh, in the prim. Uh, and some of them top four clubs uh, in the prim, I think he would start. Um, I think I think he'd start for Arsenal for sure. I think he could start for Spurs for sure. Um, but he chose to stay. Shows he loves the club, and obviously shows that he's smart enough financially to understand this is the best club to take care of his family. 
But are you worried him, him them resigning or uh, we uh, that it might affect the going after Varane or because I mean the, that 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 uh, that defense room is a little uh, center back room is a little full right now. I no, mean, I, I don't. I don't think it's going to hurt any anything anyone coming in. I think I'm like you. I don't think they're going to go out and spend a whole lot of money anyway. <laughs> um, you know, I hope that they do. But I, I, you know, I think it would be a dream to get someone like Varane, even though he didn't have his best game yesterday. I still think he's a, a, a better option than Lindelof. Mm-hmm. I think he and Maguire, or he and uh, Bai have kind of the same attributes as far as pace. I just think Varane plays it around a little bit better um, uh, than Bai, and he's a little bit more sure, whereas Bai kind of makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable. But no, I don't, I don't think this will affect transfers. Um, I don't think anyone's spending $100 million on one player. Um, I think, you know... Um, you know, the Jesse Lingard wanting out, I think, is intriguing and in what we can get for him. Um, I think that will play into, you know, what you can actually get back. Yeah, the Jesse thing, because he's been, I mean, David Moyes, you know, come out and flat out said that he wants Jesse to sign sign for um, for West Ham. But who, what's, what, what's, will, what's West Ham willing to give? And what's West Ham willing to pay him? Because I mean, we're still paying some of his wages, right? I mean, he's still on yeah, our. Yeah, he's loans. still he's out on loan, so we're still paying wages. So are they um, going to want to put what he's Jesse's getting paid? Because he's, I mean, he was getting paid, you know, at least he's over fifty. Yeah, he's over hundred grand. Yeah, I mean, is West Ham willing to pay him that? I don't know. We, I don't know. I don't know West Ham's a uh, roster. What do you call it? Salary roster. You know what um, what their players are making, but you know Jesse, and you know I'm, I mean he's been doing good, and I'm pretty sure he's not going to want to take a pay cut just to. Just because his team wants to sign him. Um, another interesting topic that we didn't t- we didn't touch last week: uh, the fact that Bruno Fernandez came out and said that he won't resign a new contract unless Paul Pogba signs a new contract. I think we already know that Paul um, is not going to resign and is going to probably go on a free or go to the open market unless something dramatically changes next year. Uh, obviously, with him not resigning, you know, him being uh, an unknown next year. Uh, unless we go out and win the league, win the Champions League, and he, you know, he says he wants to stay with United, and then we bump his wages up, you know, to being top player, top uh, um, earner at the club. Uh, that really, that when I heard that news, I kind of, I kind of um, about uh, about Bruno Fernandez, I kind of, I get pissed me off. Um, um, and you said it all along, you know, Bruno wants to play with top players, and you know, Pogba is has top talent. Um, but you know, it's just when when the guy that you know, the guy that you know that I thought you know he's gonna you know transcend the club and be united, be a united um, uh, legend. When he said that, I kind of uh, it kind of turned me off uh, as as a Bruno fan, and that's just personal to me. I know, and you know, it's I mean, you know, you might, you know, obviously, you probably think different, uh, but when he said that, I just said, okay, well, uh, go. And if he wants, if he chooses to go, or we choose to sell him, and I wouldn't hurt my feelings one one ounce or another. Yeah, you hit it on the head. I am going to disagree with that. I, and I, and I don't think it's not just Paul Pogba. I think it's players like Paul Pogba, and I think it's fair to Bruno to say that because I don't think he is going to continue to have the same amount of success if they don't get him uh, players like that to 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 play around with him. I just it, it's one of those things where. I think for me, if you look around at the at the top teams, the Liverpools, the Man Cities, the Barca's, mm-hmm. the Atletico Madrid's, Real Madrid's, the the Bayern's, mm-hmm. they all have good players. Like that's the thing that they have in common and why they're winning trophies. So I understand that people may feel like he's 
you know, selling himself short, but I think it's, it would be unfair for us to ask him to do everything. And so I, I just think, you know, for me, he's, he's being real. I think all players, you know, of, of a certain elk want to play with like-minded players, especially on their clubs, um, because that brings out the best in you. And I know um, we've had this debate back and forth. I just feel like football is a little bit different, you know, than, than maybe a basketball team where, you know, you or, or even a football team where you've got that quarterback who just, you know, brings the guys together like, like a Tom Brady um, or, or Michael Jordan on the basketball court. I just football, you, you've got to, you, you can't pass the ball to yourself. No, and, no. and, and so I just, I understand where you're coming from, but I don't agree. Cause I just, I just think, I mean, he needs I, help. I agree. No, I agree that he, I understand if, he, if they don't invest and he's a sole player. I understand that. But I guess we're, and you know, everybody knows my, there's no love lost between me and Mr. Paul Pogba, but him attaching him, attaching himself to just, uh, just Paul Pogba himself. That's what kind of, you know, that's what kind of, um, that's what kind of just, you know, put a bad taste in my mouth. Cause everybody knows Paul's leaving, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure. He's had a well, I, I think I think it's I don't think it's we know I think we know he wants to leave because again I don't think I think it's going to be very difficult for anybody other than you named it earlier PSG is the only club that may be able to pay wages he's not going to take a pay cut I don't think any of these guys Harry Kane you know said again he wants to win a trophy today none of these guys to your point are going to take pay cuts and so again I think you you it, it, it was Pogba's name and I know how you feel about Pogba. I know, I, I know you have, you know, strong views on it, but I just think that he's what he's saying to take his name out and just say, he wants to play with better players, right? That that's what yeah. he's really saying. And, and, and I know you don't think he's the best player in the world, but what I'll think, I think Bruno does. I think that's, what's important for us to understand, not what we think about Pogba or how we think Pogba plays is he consistent? Is he going to show up every match? I think he knows that he needs to play with better players because having Fred and McTominay there, they play a role in the double pivot, but are they going to help win the league? And I think when he's done and he's retired, just like Harry Kane's having that moment right now, he had an interview this morning. People are going to look back and go, man, you scored a shit ton of goals, but you didn't win anything. You, you didn't do anything. And then that that's the argument, you know, with Alan Shearer, you know, we'll talk about that here in a second. Mm-hmm. You know, when you score all these goals, it's great. But, you know, Newcastle won zero uh, championships. Now, you won one with Blackburn, but it's it's a different legacy that you're leaving behind. So mm-hmm. I just think he's looking at things and he's like, look, you know, if I can't get it done by myself, I don't want fans to turn on me and say I was shit because that's what they did with Paul. Paul, Paul, Paul was there. They won three. Cha- they won three trophies. No one cares. <laughs> no, no one's going to go. No one. I don't care who you are. You love him or not. No one's going to look back on his stay at United if he doesn't win a Premier League title and say, oh, yeah, it was great. No one's going to do that. They're all going to say, yeah, you won some trophies. You, you did some good things. You scored some goals. You got some assists. But you know why you came here. You came here to get them back to the prim, uh, get them back to that top level. So I think he's a little bit nervous. I think his agent's looking at things and saying, you know, what's our legacy going to be? And so I say fair play to the guy for speaking up and letting the board and and the new the director of football know if you don't get Paul, you need to get some like-minded players because I can't do this shit by myself. He should have said top players. Then, then I, then I would have been all for it. But you know, if he knew Paul and he knows Paul doesn't want to be there, then then he's linking his legacy to somebody that doesn't want to be there. So I obviously insinuate that he doesn't want to be there either. So that's just, you know, that's just 
one plus one plus you know one equals three you know if he don't want to paul don't want to be here that means i'm inferring that bruno doesn't want to be here so that's what i'm saying i, I you, you know if you don't want to be here get him out um we have two matches you see until the next time we talk <clears throat> obviously we have a, the semi uh at um sorry uh, we have we have tomorrow's match against um against roma and then we have Sunday's match at home versus Liverpool. Let's talk the Roma match real quick. Um, who do you think is going to start? And give me score predictions. Yeah, so I think I don't think anything changes other than Paul starts. Um, I think um, possibly on that left hand side. Um, I think he put uh, Rashford uh, on the uh, on the other side. And I think Cavani goes up front. So I think Greenwood may take a seat. I don't think he's going to play Paul in the double pivot. Um, I could be wrong because he may play him, in a, you know, in that in that double pivot with um, with Fred. Backline stays the same. Um, I think Tans uh, will play because they interviewed him today, and um, him being coming from Inter uh, and knowing Jekyll a little more than uh, Shaw, which again Shaw's you know player the you know player of the year, you know yeah. one of the best left backs in the world, but. You know, Ole is gonna throw some freaking monkey wrench in the damn in the system. I, I never, think if he, he if if he doesn't start Shaw, I would be. Yeah, I, I'm going to be upset. Um, <laughs> I think I think Shaw is dynamic, and 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 I agree with you. He is the player of the season. Um, so I, I think that stays the same. Um, I hope Aaron has another good game. The only thing I'm afraid of is their two center back, our two center backs against Jekyll. To your point, um, I watched the Calgary game uh, this weekend um, against Roma. Uh, which Calgary won. They're 17th in the league, and they beat Roma, who's seventh. Um, I, I took a little bit away from it. Just, just you know, I kind of felt like they weren't because Jekyll didn't play. Uh, Mkhitaryan came off the bench. You know, they weren't really putting their full foot forward. Chris Smalling did start, and he played the whole match. Do you think he's going to start um, tomorrow? Or can Sagan? he start? Do you think Smalling's going to start tomorrow, or can he even start? Abs- absolutely. Player? No, he'll start for sure. He started. He started in the weekend. How, how does that work, though? I thought loan players couldn't start against their parent club, or, or did, think, they have to pay a fee I, or something like that, right? I think they can participate. It de- it depends on. I can't remember what it was, but I looked. I looked at mm-hmm. it this morning. He will be participating with with Mkhitaryan. I know Mkhitaryan is not alone anymore, but he he will be playing. Yeah. Um. So, I I just think they were waiting for this Thursday game. Like I said, Jekyll was on the bench. He wasn't injured. He was on the bench. Just didn't play. Um, Mkhitaryan again subbed in late. Um, they lost that game three to two. Um, two two things for me, and I'll give you the uh, prediction in my opinion. Two things that stuck out for me, anyways. Uh, first thing was Roma will be looking to win their first European victory victory away to English opponents since February two thousand and one, <laughs> when they beat Liverpool. And the second one is Manchester uh, hasn't lost at home in the European semifinal since April of ninety seven, when they lost to Borussia Dortmund. In the Europa uh, Champions League, so Roma's. I think the. I think it's seven to one, the the matchups between us and Roma, and so I don't think that they're going to come out uh, on top on this deal. I do think they get an away goal. Um, I think it's going to be two to one, um, which sucks because it's going to put a lot of pressure on us. I can just see Jeco really, really looking forward to this to prove that he still got it, going up and challenging Lindelof, challenging Maguire. I can see him getting a goal. Um, but I think we score two, um, and I think we come out attacking them because I think we can beat them. But I do think they do get an away goal, and I think we win uh, two to one. Two one, interesting. I, I'm worried about that away goal because oh, it's going to happen. <laughs> we've, we've seen, and I agree. Uh, they'll at least score one. 
if it's a Nick, you know, by Jekyll, um, God forbid it's Mkhitaryan that, you know, comes out of the, you know, comes, you know, comes, you know, and doesn't. You know he's going to be fired up. Yes, yes, and that's the thing. I'll go with 2-1-2 as well. Um, I'm really, again, I know Ole, you know, he overthinks it sometimes, and for some reason I have a feeling that he's going to start Tez over Shaw. Don't I really, say that. I, I'm being serious, dude. <laughs> but can you, can you, because he's done it before. Tez he has, you know, he has done it. Matches. He's very sentimental. In, in he's Europe, very much one of those guys. I agree. Tez, he plays I just, Tez in Europe. I mean, uh, and then he ends up subbing him off either at halftime or freaking yeah. right after halftime. It's, you know, hopefully he's learned his lesson. We'll see. Um, the Pogba thing, I know he's going to, you know, he'll start. Cavani will start. Uh, Rashford, you know, if he's not, you know, he'll start. Um, I could see him sit Fred and um, uh, and play McTominay and Matic or vice versa, play Matic and, and Fred. And then we're mm. just, it's going to be another, in my opinion, a war fest. Uh, but a 2-1 victory, it, yeah, I could see it. And then obviously De Gea in goal. But uh, with the Smalling thing, the Mkhitaryan thing, um, you know, that's what scares me about Roma. But interesting fun fact for you, uh, for everyone out there and for yourself, I don't know, I probably told you a thousand times of why I became a United fan. It was when United kicked the shit out of Roma. Uh, they're, I think they were losing on an aggregate. They come back to Old Trafford, and I think they win like 7-2 uh, in, in 2007. Uh, it was the year, <laughs> the, you know, the year they played. Uh, the Skulls had a goal. Ronaldo's, you know, they, that's when I was like, dude, this dude, Ronaldo is a bad man. Um, and that's the, that's the whole thing. So let's hope we, um, I love it to be at 7-2 uh, again. You know, it's a goal fest, but, you know, just, just the way the fact that, you know, the way we play in Europe, and especially at home, you know, very slow, methodical, slow buildup, you know, just, it, I just kind of see it at, at that at, at, as that. And I've not watched Roma, so I really, you know, you watched them this weekend, so you, you have a better opinion about them. Uh, so yeah, I, I mean, I'll, I'll jump on your bandwagon and two one. I'll go with two one because I it's kind of, you know I just know we, you know we'll probably leak at least one goal. Um, yeah, they're seventh in the league. I mean, they're going to mm-hmm. play probably Europa football again next season. But I just think with with history being on our side, I don't see them winning the game. But I don't think they're going to go in trying to win. I think they're going to they want to nick a goal. Yep. And if they lose, they lose. But at least they get one away goal, and you know, and then they they go from there. Yeah. No. Exactly. All right, Liverpool. We have Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool, it's, it's, they're limping to the finish line, and, and I'm loving every minute of it. They're out of pretty much every major competition. I think they're out of every major competition, and they're, who knows if they'll make, even make Champions League because I think they're what, couple, uh, two or three points behind um, Chelsea, right? Chelsea's in fourth. Uh, I think they're fifth, at, right? Hold on. I had that West Ham salary pulled up. My oh, bad. Well, no, they're, they're behind West Ham, I believe. Um. But yeah, I mean Liverpool at the, at the weekend. Uh, <coughs> I think it's all dependent on how we play on uh, on um, on Sunday. Uh, you know, it's a rivalry match, so I'm hoping Ole goes full throttle and puts the best team out there, and not looking towards next uh, next Thursday. But you know, Ole will will do that. I think what's going to overshadow the match, obviously, are going to be the protests outside, and just, let's see if the protests happen. You know, they protest through the match. I believe it's a 10, 10 a.m. match, so that should make it there six hours ahead, two o'clock. And I believe the protests we're gonna believe you know starting around one or two o'clock uh, English you know English time. So, by that being said, you know 
with the energy, with their fan energy, because their fans haven't been back and, you know, uh, they weren't able to watch or be able to be around the grounds. I think, you know, we could probably win 2-0 uh, to Liverpool. But it's all dependent on the lineup and how he's going to play if he's not having that one eye on on, on, on the Thursday match. Uh, obviously, we're if, if we're it's it's one one, you know who knows he might put a, a um, you know he might not start Paul, you know he might you know bring them off the bench like he did against Leeds, and then you know it could, it could be a different match it could be a one one or um, or nil nil against uh, against Liverpool. But let's hope you know let's hope that we, we we take care of business tomorrow and then we go full throttle against Liverpool because it, it is. A rivalry game and we need to do it i mean like you said we leads is a rivalry and we we you know we had it nil nil um and you know again we already talked about the differences of opinion on the matches but let's hope we go full throttle and let's 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 open it up and kick the shit out of liverpool no it'd be nice i just i'm i'm on the after that leads game i just kind of feel like Ole's in europa mode like i need to win this trophy i need to get this shit done I'm not going to mess up the league because I can't, and I don't think he can. I mean, if he bottled it and we fell out of the top four, I would be amazed. It's impossible. Five matches left, and I think uh, we're eight, nine points. Yeah, or eight we're, or we're points. clear. Yeah. I, I think we're clear for Champions League. I don't I don't see us not getting Champions League. Um, I just, like I said, I think all he's throwing his eggs in the Europa basket. I don't think we're going to play a very open and expansive game against Liverpool. Um, I would be shocked if we did. I think you're going to see a different club tomorrow. Um, and I think it'll piss people off, but I think it's going to be one of those things where you'll be able to say, okay, I get it. Cause I, like I said, the Leeds game, I not for a second that I think that we were trying to, to do anything. Mm-hmm. I think he was trying to say to himself, to your point earlier, if I can just get out of this deal with no injuries, if I can go into that Roma game fully fit, I will put out my best team. We beat those guys by two goals. We go to Italy or wherever they're able to play the game at, and we win that. And then you're looking at Villarreal or Arsenal. And I think he knows he can beat both of those clubs in one game. Yeah. So I, I just I just think he's looking at this thing like, look, I need a trophy and, and second place. That's progression. And uh, the Liverpool match, if we get a draw, awesome. If we lose, I'm good because – I'm I'm focused on that Roma game next week so I can get to that final. Okay. Well, we're going to see. I mean, I yeah, could be wrong. I, I hope I am, but I think that's I, what he's looking it's, at. It's all dependent on how we perform tomorrow because that yeah, might, absolutely. how we perform tomorrow and if we get um it'll be awesome if it's 3-0. We have a 3-0 cushion going into Rome. I think he'll go at it because, you know, he's an ex-United player and you know, he knows Liverpool is, you know, is one of our is our biggest rival um at, at this time you know at right now uh Leeds was our biggest rival at one point Arsenal too but right now Liverpool is so I think it would be disappointing to the fans if he does sit back and you know just you know I think just play you know play the, the crap football and put a crap team out there because then obviously the Ole out as long uh, uh with the Glazers out uh chants and, and yells those uh, those will start ringing a little louder if he doesn't if he doesn't go at Liverpool and that's just my opinion. Um, all right, last but not least uh, is the uh, inaugural class of the EPL or I mean, English Premier League uh, Hall of Fame. You see, I kind of got tricked because um, was it yesterday morning or the day before yesterday? Like two days ago, yeah, yeah two days ago. 
when they put it on Twitter, I mean, obviously they said Alan Shearer and uh, Thierry Henry uh, were inducted into the Premier League Hall of Fame. As a United fan, that pissed me off. I'm like, okay, where are the United <laughs> fans? You where are the United? You know, where where you know where are our guys? And because if you look at our history in the English Premier League, we have what 15 titles or something. I, I, I can't. I mean, I had it there earlier. I mean, yeah. we have. It was like we have. We we are the Premier League. Just put it that way. In the Premier League, uh, gen, you know, generation. And there's no United. You know, I was like, I was thinking, okay, okay. There has to be more. They have to be announcing more, like they do with the, the you know, the Hall of Fame here with the gold, you know, the golden jackets. They, you know, once they, you know, the whomever presents it to the, or says, you know, meets them there and you know, to goes to the house or goes wherever and and say presents them with that gold jacket and says, you know, you've been in, inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, whatnot. I thought they were going to just trickle them out, you know, throughout the day. And then I saw that list uh, of 16 people. I'm like, okay. So I started reading the list. So there they are. There, you know, they're all the you know, most of the United Greats. And we'll talk about some some omissions here in here in a bit. Um, so I'm like, okay, good. Okay, yes. Okay, they got it right. You know, I think there was nine United players uh, that were in that that uh, you know that the next um, next group group of people. Um, and then yesterday, kind of just it got a kicked in the nuts when it was just. I just found out that it was Henri and Shearer, and those were the nominations. So obviously, at some point in time, they're gonna get <laughs> they're gonna get elected, you know, at some point. But for the inaugural class, I have I have an issue with this it, it being uh, Henri and Shearer. <laughs> I understand I understand Alan Shearer, top goal scorer, he has two hundred what sixty some goals, two hundred sixty eight, sixty eight goals. Um, him being the top scorer, it's just like Kareem Abdul Jabbar and LeBron James right now. You know they're for, you know they'll, they'll be first ballot, right? Uh, just because of the, the the number that number, and obviously with you know, you know how many how many years he played with Blackburn and, and Newcastle. I think he had uh, was it how many years? It was like fourteen years total. If I'm correct. I understand that one, and I think it's bullshit because he only had one title. Like we said earlier, he had one title in that in that in that amount. So I'm still with my I'm still gritting my teeth when I say that when I say Alan Shearer, and I agree with it because I believe United are in, are the EPL with as many titles they won and as many great players. Second was Thierry Henry. I'm not questioning Henry's greatness. I'm not saying he shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame, and this is saying for him to be in the inaugural Hall of Fame, I. I just, I kind of like, I, 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 no, no, I'm not hating on him. I'm not hating on him. And you know what? No, no, no. Okay. Because what? He's six in scoring, right? Yes. He has, yes. And he has nine, you know, he scored, I mean, he played nine seasons in <laughs> all Arsenal and he only has two titles. So I'm like, okay. Okay. I mean, I'm, I, I looked at that. So I kind of did a little research, you see. So if you go off this, the six in scoring and two titles, there are two United players that have more goals and more titles. The first United, I was like, oh, shit, yeah, it is right, is Wayne Rooney. I think Wayne Rooney's third on the list, second right. or third. But he's not eligible, though. See, that's the thing. I don't know what makes him eligible. because. So so this is what they're doing. This is It's the dumbest. They, they shouldn't have done it, but they had, they had to eventually do it because mm-hmm. I feel like they're trying to get more fans like me and you because we love this stuff this is american stuff english people don't do hall of fames and shit like that so i think they're all getting used to shit that me and you we could talk about this shit for hours Uh um so they're doing it the same way that we do in a sense 
you have to be retired for four seasons. Okay, four. So with Wayne Rooney and Ronaldo not being retired yet, one of them just retired and Ronaldo's still playing, yeah. they're not eligible to be on the list at all right okay. now. All right, we we know they'll get in, but they can't because they're, they just finished at Derby with, with, with Wayne and Rooney's still at Juventus. So that's the only reason why those guys are on the list. You have to be retired just like baseball, just mm-hmm. like football. You wait a certain amount of years. I think it's four is what they're doing with their list. And then you get added to the nominations and then you get put in. I think to your point, oh, there uh, needs to be – go ahead, go ahead. My second one, again, yeah. going back to the second one, because the fourth, the fourth guy on the list is a United player as well, Mr. Andrew Cole. Has more goals and has more titles. And he has a Champions League too under his belt, which I, I, that shouldn't be taken in consideration because this is the Premier League Hall of Fame. Uh, but it should be taken in consideration because the year that year that the '99 season, I mean they won they won the treble. So I mean you have to understand like scoring as many goals that he did have in that season, and you know winning the league and being a boss a boss in the league when you know having that many goals in that year, and playing as many games in the in the FA in the FA Cup and the Champions League. I, I just I I'm not well, that's... I, I'm, again I'm not saying that uh, not, Thierry Henry is not um, does not deserve. Um, but I just want to know why. I just want to know, okay, why? Well, why that's it. That's yeah. you hit it on the head. Yeah. They have to come up with the criteria, just like baseball. You know, the, the yeah. magic number is three thousand. You know, football. Did he did he rush for two thousand in, in in a season? Mm-hmm. You know, how many sacks did he? Have? So everything it goes down to what me and you argue about all the time is stats. The stats are going to get kick a guy out or put a guy into mm-hmm. their their Hall of Fame. So when I saw the two uh, names. I didn't bat an eye, you know, sheer the man. I started watching in 02 in the league, but I had played the video game forever. He was a beast everywhere, in the air, on the ground, physical. You wanted to play on the video game with Alan Shearer. If you didn't, if you didn't have him mm-hmm. and the other guy did, chances were you were going to get pissed off because this, this white dude was just going to bully your ass and, and score a bunch of goals. And so he did that, um, you know, could have gone to Manchester United, widely reported. Could have left and won a million trophies. Yeah. Um, didn't do that. Stayed loyal to his club. I give him mad props for that because especially in our day and age, that's something that you just – the most of the guys are going to go for the cash, and he would have went for big money um, at the time that it, it was time for him to leave. So for him to, to leave Blackpool – Blackpool. For him to leave Blackburn, go to Newcastle and stay there, um, kudos to him for that. Um, he deserves props. Um, scored goals for fun, just mm-hmm. bullied people, just with his head on the ground. Just a great I, – I, I didn't have an issue with it. Henri, oh, my God, this guy. Okay, explain, so for me, the, oh, he's, he's probably my favorite non-United player. Like, and it's not even close. I, he just was so magical on the ball. And it he kind of brought a flair to the game where – I watched guys play. They were very fundamental. You know, they, they played their position. He could just drift through four or five players and make it look just amazing. Um, so I was, I would have been a little upset had he not um, been on been on that list. I agree with you. Um, they have to be able to say, okay, what's the criteria? Because mm-hmm. neither one of us said Roy Keane, who was probably the best leader. Mm-hmm. On the best teams in the prem, probably ever. Yeah, no, no. And I and I don't think I don't think too many people would say that he wasn't 
you know, just the guy who took over. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I just think the, the, the thing that I didn't like and what I think they should have did was they should have added the whole list in there. They should have said, this is our inaugural class yeah, of five. 15, 16 people. And, and I don't think anyone could have argued any of the names of the, the, the guys that you sent us. No one would have argued any of them. No. But when, the, when you just say two, uh -huh. then people go, well, shit. So these are the best of the best. And, it, and, it, and, it, and you think to yourself, you're just trying to make an argument because it's not that, that sure it wasn't good. And now you're going to make people say on podcasts and on TV that sure it wasn't good enough. He's trash. It's not fair. It's not fair because we, you know sure it was good and you're, and you're not saying he wasn't good. You're just saying if you're, if you're going to base this off statistics as we do with our sports, uh -huh. show me the championship. That's why you play the game. Yeah. If, if you're talking about individual awards, that's what me and you, we argue about that all the time. How many trophies are you lifting? Yeah. And so they have to be able to come out with some sort of a criteria that says, this is why you have this many trophies, you have this many clean sheets, you have this many goals. They have to come out with that so that we have a better understanding of how you get inducted into the Hall of Fame in the first place. And that's why, that's why I just, I mean, this year, if we're going off stats and all that, that's why, and, go, and, and championships, Andy Cole should have been hands down the first one there. He was, uh, he was number three, uh, four in scoring. And in assists, uh, he was, I mean, he wasn't the top, you know, top 10, but he was, uh, he did it with Newcastle as well. He didn't just do it with United, well, right? He, was, it's he was doing league. it at different clubs. It's the premier league, right? He played in yeah. the premier league. Uh, Andy Cole. Uh, Andy Cole was for me was my top two. I had Air Henry and Andy Cole. Andy Cole. Is the, not, uh, not Andy Cole. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Ashley Cole. Ashley Cole and Henry were in my top two. And if I had a third, I'd put Paul Scholes. I just thought Ashley Cole, he completely changed the game for me. I, I originally looked at left backs as defenders, and Ashley was the first left back, right back to actually bomb forward in the prim. And I felt like he, he is what you want. <laughs> Ashley Cole is what you want in a left back to be able to win. Um, I, know, I know Arsenal fans hate him, or, or I guess, yeah, because he went to Chelsea. But I just thought he completely changed the game. I thought Henri, you know, I just, I, I just look at those guys as game changers. They just completely change. But again, um, you know, Skulls is my, my favorite player. So I'm biased. Mm -hmm. um, he would have been in my top three, you know, but, but those guys for me just completely, they changed the game. But again, you, you have to go back to what's the, what is it? What, and what, 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 and, what, and I, for me, I just think it's the goal scored. We're talking I think stats. that's why he's in there. Is the, well, he's a six, he's on six. So Andy Cole's four, Henry's six. If you want to go off assists, uh, uh, Terry Henry's 12, 12th with 74. Andy Cole, seven, he's 13th with 73. So, the, uh, and if you want to go off titles, Andy Cole's five. Yeah, um, that's Henry why they two. should have that's inducted, why. and they should have did a ceremony. They should have waited until 2022 mm -hmm. and did a full, you know, bust ceremony. If it's not a bust because they didn't have time to make all those heads you know, a, 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 a picture, something, and create a, a hall, you know, did it like, and I've heard it a couple times, this is an American thing, this isn't a, this isn't an English thing, it's not, they don't do these lists, they don't numbers. I love this they shit, don't I love numbers. a good list, you give me a comparison between this guy to that guy, like I said, we could, we could do a whole pod on all of those guys, and it would, it would be amazing, so, um, no, I just think it puts people in an awkward position because now you have to say <laughs> that an Arsenal it. player I, I is it. a good player 
and um, you know they are those Soul yeah. Campbell. I mean, we could go on and on about players that didn't play for United um, that were greats, but you know, I just think that initial that initial shock for a lot of people was how is there no United? There's got to be a United. You know, if Ronaldo for me, if Ronaldo's retired, I think he's one of the original two. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think he kicks Thierry Henry out. And I think they go with Shearer because he was the goal scoring machine. I think it's Cristiano Ronaldo and Alan Shearer, but you, we're never going to know. Well, we're never going to know because I looked at two. Was you, but you, you obviously you you explained why why Ronaldo was it there because Ronaldo's been playing the Premier League since two thousand nine. So I would have yeah. thought I would have thought he's not a you know you know he hasn't been in the league so irrelevant. So he you know he should not irrelevant. I'm sorry, he hasn't been in. The no, I understand what you mean. I understand. So he should have been in that pool, but have he had, they have to be retired from the game. You have at to all, be. So yeah, you like, have to be out of the I game. Otherwise, both of those guys, it was mentioned on every platform, the way they're doing it is, is like we do it. You got to be out of the game completely, not playing, and then you could, you have an opportunity to um, come back. I thought the only one that was controversial was uh, Giggs. Obviously, he's going through it, That's went to court this it. morning and pled not guilty. For, for, um, obviously, yeah. he would have been on the list. For him um, being left I, off, I thought, oh, I was like, this is bullshit. Because I looked at all the United players, I was like, who would I kick off? And I, again... Yes, David Beckham was David Beckham, but to I don't again I don't see David Beckham as a top tier United like freaking like Ryan Giggs. Oh, I I do. <laughs> oh, again, this is again we're, now we're committing United. Yeah. But for 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 for, uh, for Giggs being left off that inaugural class, they do led the lead leads the Premier League in assists, and you know I mean he's up. But there you know what? Goals. But you know what that it's is because he's going through the battery charges. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's it. Again, it's just that whole thing. Well, then fuck, man. Uh, Again, Ty Cobb and all those, all that group of players. Oh God, you know, they were horrible. They're horrible, but you know they, but yet they got inducted in the thirties or whatever. It's bad timing. You know, bad because think about it. If it was two years earlier, his name would have been on the list, and he might have been up there for on spot or yeah. Shearer spot. No question. Yeah. No question. He changed the game on that left wing, bombing down, scoring ridiculous goals, winning trophies. It, it, there's no question. He pled not guilty. Yeah. Um, we'll see. I think it's three counts. Yeah. And it, it looks like assault. I thought he was molesting ladies. I think he's like accused of hitting it's, them. Yeah. It's like that's it's it's pretty bad. I don't think he's gonna win this deal. I, I think he's gonna have to either pay out of pocket, which means he did it, or he's gonna get in trouble. I don't dude, I don't see it going very well for him. The dude doesn't have a very good track record with the no the ladies, man. What is it when he was banging his brother's wife and yeah. So I, just, I I would I would tend to lean towards the public opinion being right in this situation. Yeah. And I don't think it's gonna look good for him. I don't think he'll ever get in. Um but yeah. to your point, I don't think we'd have any Hall of Famers in NFL <laughs> baseball <laughs> basketball we know those guys they're not to this day some of those guys are not jordan was not the nicest person in the world off the court no, with the women he liked the ladies no, look at tiger woods he's all up in the documentary will chamberlain will will chamberlain ten thousand strong Damn, so that number is probably never be reached <laughs> yes so i i think that they did it wrong and that they should have had every single person on that list should have gone into the initial 2021 class mm-hmm for the premier league to just do two. It just doesn't make any, so they're just going to do two a year. I don't know that part. I, don't I didn't get that part. Did you, did you hear anything about no, that? They're that, just going to two I every get, year. I don't know how it's going, going forward. I mean, shit, they should have done five. I mean, five. Okay. Then obviously you can, I'll, you can, 
bark you know, well, for speeches yeah for speeches yeah. I, I like that point you know it's like because the NFL, then you don't have a full day yeah. you do five at a time i like that point you know like the nfl does it's five or yeah. you know it's a very small number but it's it's more along the lines of the baseball hall of fame i mean if you don't get nominated it doesn't matter i mean it could be one person two people three people right you know it doesn't there's not a number that has to be fulfilled if baseball writers don't i mean they, they don't like you and they don't nominate you shit I mean, look at freaking uh, uh, Roger Barry Clemens, Bonds, Roger Clemens, yeah, even, all those guys. They'll never. They're gonna have to wait for these writers to die, mm-hmm. and hope that the younger writers that don't read about it, they don't care about it either. Because yeah. you're right, you could be the man, and if they don't like you, you ain't getting in. So I, I would like for them to come out with that. I just, I, I really got the sense that it was a very American, uh-huh. and that they were like, ah, I don't really. They shouldn't have done it. Like and I'm like, look, I love this. And I wish they would have done this years ago because they deserve it. They deserve a haul. They have fans. They have people that clamor and want to watch every weekend. Um, you know, these players work hard and they like a good ceremony. So what, what, what the hell, why not? You know, so I'm happy they did it. I hope they have some kind of a different, you know, like you're saying, you know, five a year, you know, fans get to, to look and see who's on the list this season. You know, is, is he eligible for the haul? Well, he doesn't have enough trophies. Well, he doesn't have enough assists. Well, he doesn't have enough clean sheets. I hope I hope that that starts a whole nother conversation, which is always great. Getting back to the um, Ronaldo thing, and it, obviously, because it, it, you know, again, you start going about it on rabbit holes and wormholes when you start looking at stats. You know, what I mean, because in your mind, our mind, Ronaldo, fuck yeah, he's gonna be the, he's gonna get there. But he's even eye test. You don't even have to look at his numbers. No, no, you no, just no. eye test Ronaldo. And if he's not on your top three, then I don't know what the hell you're on. And I don't know that, what you're smoking. I, I don't get it. I'm the same with you. That's what I'm saying. When you go back to stats. If, oh, he if, kills if, it. No, he's not. You know, get, what, what number do you think he's the, uh, the, 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 o, the 08 year, is he, he gonna, had is, to have at least 30 goals. Yeah, he did. He did. Is Ronaldo in the top 20 in goal scoring? He's got to be top 15, is he not? No. Did he not have 100 before he left? No. Is Ronaldo in top 30 in goal scoring? Gosh, he's not even top 30? Is he in top 40 in goal scoring? Oh, my gosh. what? Is, how many did he have before he left? 84 goals. He's number 40. He's, he's 40, 47th in goal scoring in the Premier League. You said 80, 80 what now? 84. Yeah, I mean, he played I, this one, is the way this two, is the way I look three, at it four, with five, him. Six seasons, he played six seasons uh, with United. Obviously, yeah. you know, I mean, and 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 we can't take that, you know, put that, you know, because he came in as a teenager, right? I think he was barely, eight, you know, eighteen years old. Yeah, uh, when he made his debut in two thousand three, two thousand four season, he only had four goals. Then the next season, he had five, nine, oh uh, five, six, and then that's when uh, the oh six, oh seven. 07, 08, and then 09, that's when he kind of turned it on. Uh, yeah, that, that 08 the, year was magic. Yeah, the 08 year is that he had 31. That's the year. Yeah, that's just in the Premier League, but he had more, obviously. He was, he was the best player on the planet. He won the Ballon d'Or that get, year. So. Yeah, it wasn't a question. He was the best player on the planet. I just, you know, that's why, to your point earlier, they're going to have to figure out a criteria because I would eye test him yeah. all day long. Yeah. I, I just – it was impossible for you to look at him and not go, what the hell is this guy? Oh, what is he doing? I, there was a recent clip Ferdinand just put out on the internet where Ronaldo was at the halfway line and he got the ball. And he's, he took two, two dribbles past the halfway line and he geared up to take a shot. And, and Rio said, 
you motherfucker, you better not. And he hit it and he goes, why the hell? And then he watched it fly into the back of the net and thought, nobody else. <laughs> nobody else could do something like that. And it's true. He, he was just magic. He was absolute magic. And it sucked that it ended, it ended horribly. And I'm glad that they, he and, and Sir Alex Ferguson, uh, you know, fixed things. And he was able to come to, I think, a championship game that he was in and gave him a hug after the game, which was great because um, he changed his life. But he would definitely, like, I'm, I think you I would say it too. You said yes. he, would, he would definitely be either, he would take Shears or he would take Henri's spot. And if not, he's on that list. Same with Wayne. Same, same with Wayne. But I think Ronaldo was better. No, I, mean, I don't, it, I don't it, even think it was close. I guess it goes back to the eyeball test. You know Thierry Henry was the shit. You know what I mean? The dude oh, was just, just smooth. Yes. Just class. But when you go back to stats, like for the sheer point, then yeah. he's and he, he's not really he's not there. Really. He's not top five in He's to just he's a goal. It yeah. was the goal it was the goals. And I think again, I think that's what people remember. When you when you see it, when you think of Allen, that's the first thing that comes in your mind. Yeah. And so you know, I, I like I said, I'm glad they did it, but I I hope that they, to your point, refine it and make it to where we have some sort of a um, set list of goals that you've got to hit. Mm. Um, and it's hard because, like you just said, soccer's not like it's not like anything else. If 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 LeBron leaves the Lakers, then he just goes to the Mavericks, right? But he's still in the NBA. When these guys transfer, they can go to Italy, they can go to Spain and still play top level, but they're not in that league anymore. Yeah. So, you know, they should eventually get to each each league having their own stars mm-hmm. and then having a global conversation and having a, a FIFA Hall of Fame where you take into account everywhere that you've been and see yeah. if you can make it on that list. And, that, and that's World Cups, that's, you know, CONCACAF, that's Europa's taking everything into account what a player's done and then putting him on that FIFA um, Hall of Fame. I think that would be cool to do as well. Well, I knew I, just like, I, knew, I, knew, um, I knew it was going to be a good debate between uh, for this because, you know, like you said, everybody has their different, you know, different, yeah. you know what they're looking at. And uh, yeah. I know you and I, obviously, we, uh, we see things differently. Uh, so, yeah, I kind of went, when it came out, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a good one for the pod. But I mean, you know, it is what it is. Hopefully next year, and hopefully next year we get some more United players in, and hopefully next year they do an injustice and get Ryan Giggs at least under the nomination because that's just an injustice. Then if he he never gets nominated, then this whole thing's a fraud. You know he won't. If he's found guilty, you know they ain't letting that ass in there. Them English proper English <laughs> folks, they won't let him in. Yeah, it sucks though because you're right. He deserves to be on that list. Period. All right, guys, Matt, uh, apparently he's driving right now, so unfortunately that's why he kind of uh, dropped off. Uh, he's in the middle of uh, BFE. Uh, had, you know, he's going to go spend this, the weekend with his uh, sons having a birthday, so, you know, wish him luck. Wishes, uh, you know, go on his uh, time uh, timeline and wish his son a happy birthday. Yes, uh, happy we'll, birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. And um, we'll see you all next week. EC, another great pod. Thank you, sir. That was an awesome pod, dude. That one flew by. Yeah. That was a good pod. Got a lot of got a lot of, got a lot in as well. So that was awesome. All right, guys. Hey, tune in this weekend to this protest, man. And do what you can. I mean, go on social media. We have to do something. 
um, get these glazers out. But all right, uh, have a good weekend, guys, and let's go. You glory, glory, man, United. Uh, shout out to Row for the Rollers Podcast, Hutch I Son for the Mark uh, South Texas Trainwrecks, Victoria Months of Ice, Alice Wonderland Food Trucks, um, Axe Daddy's Throwhouse. Go check them out here in South Texas. And Lucky Diaz, where you at? Uh-huh.